Hi, this is Mark Brady. I'm the pastor at Anchor Faith Church in Valdosta, Georgia. I want to thank you for listening to our podcast today. We believe it will bless you and minister to you. I get ready to receive a word from God. So, praise the Lord. I have a message for the whole world church. The message for the church, which is for the whole world. And um, I believe when the Holy Spirit talks to us and gives us any direction, I feel this is only for, not only for one church, it's only for everyone. Hallelujah. So when I heard about this church, the growth of the church, how you bought this facility, I was so happy and thrilled. And you know, kingdom is not only, uh, only expanding in our spirit, but in our area also, in our infrastructure also. And this is the sign of the kingdom rising people. Hallelujah. Are you excited? Hallelujah. So I'm in the church, uh, I'm uh, connected with Pastor Earl since 2009. And I came across with a kingdom message through him and uh, I was the only one in India which is talking about kingdom of God. And it was so amazing. It was so difficult also because I was, uh, when I shared the kingdom message with our fellow pastors, they were thinking, thinking like that this man is becoming a cult now. So in the time, uh, in the beginning, they were not understanding but now they are all understanding and they are growing in the kingdom uh, mentality. So this is, you know, this is the time that we have to understand what the Holy Spirit is telling to the church. Not the church which uh, people say, oh, this is Methodist or CNI or Baptist or Mormon or this and that. You know, these are denominations, you know. God has a plan of a nation, not of the denominations. So God wants that we should become a nation which is established by God. Hallelujah. And I believe that we should become a member of the church of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus said, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against that. Right? So we should not be member of any organization, but we should be member of his church which he is building. Hallelujah. So we 100% believe that when he is king, so he must be making the church of kingdom-minded people. Hallelujah. So uh, I have a message for the church and I believe that I have a uh, topic. I have, when I was making a topic of this message, uh, three, four um, topic came. So I will uh, tell you the whole four type of topics. You can choose whatever you want. Okay. I have a message for the growth. How, how many believe in the growth? You know, sometimes growth is good and sometimes growth is bad. When tumor grows, oh, it's bad. Right? When our mentality grows into the stature of Christ, it's good growth. Hallelujah. 
So I have a message, the topic is dwarf to jumbo size mentality. This one, growing church is blowing church. Hallelujah. Leaving elementary teaching, getting university teaching, university teaching. And who is stopping you to not to grow? Let's find out. Hallelujah. So it's all about growth. And it's positive growth. We have to <coughs> understand uh, God is interested that we should grow in him. Uh, when I came to the Lord, I heard this religious message. Oh, God is wanting you that you should grow. And nobody told me where I should grow. You know, sometimes we, this is very common phrase. Oh, you should grow. Where? Where I should grow? Some people are growing in the church. Some people are growing in organizations. Some people are growing in the uh, world or in the prosperity and other things, you know. We have to find what is the real growth, where it, come, it comes from. So Bible is saying, Hebrews 6, 1 to 3, if you read, uh, this is my uh, verse for the beginning. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not link again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of the baptisms, of laying on of, of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. These are all things are elementary. Bible says these are all elementary things. In the beginning, we should, you know, we should go through in the beginning. But Bible is so interested to find out which is, which will give you the growth, which will give you the exact growth, what God is desiring. Proverbs 4, 7 says, Wisdom is principal thing, or wisdom is supreme. Therefore, get wisdom, and in all your getting, get understanding. Praise the Lord. Bible says, do whatever you do, but you must be full of understanding. You know, there are three things, knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. Knowledge means information. Understanding means comprehension. And wisdom means application. These are three important uh, things which we have to understand for the growth. If you don't know real information, right information. You know, so many people have information, but they don't have the right information. And that's why they grow in bad understanding. And they apply those bad things, and that rules their life. So we have to get connection with the right knowledge, right understanding, and right wisdom. Hallelujah. Only Bible is, Bible is a, has a great principles, laws, which is given by God for our growth. Hallelujah. So I'm going to break down <coughs> three important uh, names <coughs> which you have heard since your childhood. Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I'm going to talk about 
Lord Jesus Christ. You must be saying, oh, I know them since the beginning. In the, you know, since my childhood, I know. In the Sunday school, I have uh, heard this name. Lord Jesus Christ is my Savior. is my Lord. This is good. You are not wrong. But how many believes? What's the meaning of the Lord? Sometimes we take it, let it, let's settle down the name Lord. Lord means owner. Simple. Lord means owner of your life. Whatever you have, when you say this Jesus is my Lord, that means you are making him owner of your life, of your things, of your house, of your car, of your bank balance, of your everything, whatever you carry. That is the real meaning of the Lord. Hallelujah. Then, I'm not going more about Lord because we know it. It's settled down, right? I'm talking about the name of Jesus. What's the name, meaning of the name of Jesus? Jesus means Savior. Hallelujah. We know it. Savior. And what is the meaning of the Christ? It's anointed king. Hallelujah. Sometimes we see, we, we see like Jesus, Christ means Christ is a surname. Sometimes we feel like Jesus is the first name and Christ is a surname. But this is not right. Jesus has a different meaning and Christ has a different meaning. Hallelujah. Okay. God disclosed everything since the beginning. He told everything clearly since the beginning, but the religious spirit interpreted wrong way. This is another thing we are facing in the world right now. The religious people are interpreting the Bible in a very wrong way, so we are not able to understand the right meaning. You know, somebody said, if you speak lies and you repeat it many times, after some time, that lies will be, seems like a truth. And this is happening in the whole world. The devil is speaking lies through media every day, every night, every morning, every afternoon, every day since many years. And after some time we believe what they are saying and we say, we say this is right. Hallelujah. So Bible, when God interpret Bible, when Holy Spirit interpret Bible, it is always perfect. Isaiah 9 chapter 6 verse. Bible says, because I'm going to break down name Jesus is a savior. Christ is a son of God, anointed king. Right? So we need to understand about what God was saying about his son. Isaiah 9.6 says, For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. Child is born, 
means the flesh, physical body, is born, but son was not born. Son was given inside that body. So that was a deal with Mary. Mary, you have to provide a child. When you will provide a child, I will give you the son. Because son will be called the son of God. So Mary had no authority to born a son of God. She had only right to make a child that is the flesh. But son was given inside by God. So Mary made a body, God gave his son. In the beginning, angels also spoke the truth, which we didn't consider what they were trying to tell us. Luke 2 and 11 verse says, angels spoke to the truth to shepherd in the night. And what he said, they said, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a savior. Savior means, say Jesus. Say Jesus. Jesus means savior. Okay? And then they said, which is Christ the Lord. That means they were introducing not the savior only. They were introducing the savior is a body. Savior is Jesus. But inside this body is Christ the Lord. They were introducing what? They were introducing Christ. Because whole Israel was waiting for Messiah. They were waiting for Christ. They were not waiting for Jesus. Jesus was a surprise for them. Hallelujah. They were not waiting for Jesus. They didn't know about Jesus. They were waiting for Christ will come. Messiah will come. And they disclosed to these people. See, the Savior is born, but inside the Savior is Christ, the Lord. Hallelujah. When Jesus was talking to Samaritan woman, she was talking about water, about, his about her family, everything. And then she, when she was a little confused, she said one thing. Um, John 4, 25, 26, it says, the woman said, I know that Messiah, the, called Christ, is coming. They were waiting for Christ, right? When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Then Jesus declared, see what he said. Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, I am he. Jesus never disclosed to anyone inside Israel. That who he was. He only declared to the foreign lady and said, I am he which you are waiting for. Praise the Lord. So, um, this is my beginning of the message, so just hang out with me. Don't be surprised, okay? Don't look at me like this. <laughs> okay. But God wants us to grow from Jesus to Christ. 
This is the message. Actually, the whole world is stuck with Jesus today. They are not exploring Christ. They are not unfolding Christ. They are enjoying with Jesus, the Savior. Matthew 16, 13, if you read, till 17. When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea, Philippi, he asked his disciple, Who do people say the Son of Man is? You know this story? Then they replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, still others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But what about you? I asked, he asked, What do you say I am? Then Peter got a SMS from the Lord. And he took out his phone and said, Okay, let me tell you who you are. Oh, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. So he was so feeling proud. I said the truth, right? So then Jesus replied, don't be very, you know, happy that you replied very well. Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by the flesh and blood, but by my father in heaven. See, what father disclosed about this man, Jesus, he said, you are the Messiah, the son of living God. You are the anointed king. You are the Messiah. When God said about his son, he disclosed the right words for him. No, he didn't say he is Jesus. Jesus was a flesh. He was a lamb of God. One day he has to die on the cross. This is his ministry on earth. The physical work of God was through Jesus. And, but when he said about his son, he said he is Messiah, son of God, he is anointed king, he is Christ. Hallelujah. So to whom you should believe? God or the religion? You know what? When I was reading Bible, I came across that the whole world and the whole church of the world right now is stuck with Jesus. They're not, they're not opening Christ. And this is the message God has given in my heart that when Jesus came, Jesus came undercover. You believe in undercover? You know, I came to the Lord when I was 19 years old. And when I received him as my personal savior, when that time, the whole pastor, pastoral ministry, and the, the people, those who were before me, they introduced to me Jesus. If you want to go to heaven, you have to receive Jesus. If you want healing, you need Jesus. If you want miracles, you need Jesus. If you want prosperity, you need Jesus. They introduced to me Jesus. And I was so happy to meet Jesus because he changed my life. I born, I born again. I was happy 
and I was so glad that uh, you know I received Jesus. Now I am in the Lord. But after some time, when I was preaching about Jesus, you know, 30 years I spoke about Jesus, the same message which, which I received. Many people came to the Lord, many people received Jesus, many people born again, many people re received baptism of the Holy Spirit, they took water baptism, everything was going on, very good. But last five years was different because I understood that Jesus, when we, you know, what I felt, when Jesus comes in our life, everything is good, everything is fine, but devil is still working. Divorce rate is growing. Diseases are not going out of the body. Sickness is there. People are not very holy with the Lord. They are still in bondages. They are still in some other, uh, you know, struggle. One day I realized, why Lord, why people don't change? Although they have received you, although they are born again, but why they speak the same language? Why they thinking are corrupt? Why they are suffering from all these outside spirits, outside powers? God spoke to me and said, because in Jesus, people get deliverance. In Jesus, people become born again. In Jesus, people are out of their bad habits. In Jesus, when they come to the Lord, they are they have a, having eternal life started. But they are delivered. They are not free. Because the demon spirit is still trying to get over. The devil is still trying to ruin the life. This, the, the spirit of the demons are still trying to destroy people from all the other bad habits. They are delivered, not free. There are difference between freedom and deliverance. When Egyptians or the Israelites, when they were living in Egypt, when Moses went to them and said, God is, you know, he loved you and he wants you should leave this place. We will go to Canaan. You will have plenty of blessings. Leave this place. And then they, you know, they, they you know, felt like, oh, we should leave this place now. So Moses took all the 20 lakhs uh, people and took them and they were delivered from Egypt. How many believe that? They were delivered. The location was changed. They were not under Pharaoh now. They are delivered. But when they were in the wilderness, we find out they were not free. The mind was saying, let's just go back. 
they were always grumbling, murmuring, complaining because they were delivered but not free. Who makes you free? Revelation of Christ makes us free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this is what I'm going to share with you. That, that time was Jesus Christ came undercover in Jesus. Everyone was waiting for Messiah. Christ came inside the body which was Jesus. That time people used to tell him, you are son of Joseph, you are son of Mary, you are carpenter's son, you are from Nazareth. Never Jesus said the same statement. He always said, I am from my father. Me and my father are one. I am the bread of life, which is from, came from, from where? Heaven to earth. He never said, I'm from Nazareth. I'm son of Joseph or my mother's name is Mary. He never said like that, you know, because he knew who he was. He knew that he was Christ. Hallelujah. Son of God. Amen. Now the religions only know about Jesus. When I say religion, means Christianity. Religion, Christianity has become a religion actually. It was not like before. It started well, end up is very bad shape. Because, because uh, religion has taught us to around Jesus all the time. Asking deliverance, after deliverance. People are not free, so again they want deliverance because they don't know how to get out of this mess. How to get the freedom. Freedom is given by Christ. I will, I will tell you from the word of God. This is not my feeling. This is what Bible says. I'll let you know about it. In Jesus, we experience deliverance, healing, forgiveness, born again experience, blessings. Here we are like child, small children, not mature. In Jesus, we are child, not mature. We need Christ experience. In the whole world, churches are preaching Jesus. They gather around the cross. Hmm? They are gathered around the cross. But we need a revelation. How to go, get out from the cross to the crown. Hallelujah. Uh, you know, um, I'm not against cross. Cross is a sign of deliverance. But this is a very embarrassing sign. How? Because this sign you will find out in graveyards, cemetery. Suppose Jesus died on a hanging with a rope. You know the rope? People like this? If he would have died like this, so we should have the portrait of like that symbol in our home? Think about it. If Jesus would, would have died 
through the sword so it should be we should be like you know we will be hanging the sword in our homes why i was reading revelation book of revelation and i wanted to find out cross in whole chapter i never found a cross in whole revelation i found thrones i found crowns i found you know gates of pearl all the kingly atmosphere i didn't find cross when god is not allowing cross in the revelation we should be thinking like this that how we can get out of the cross to the crown this is religious mentality cross already paid the price that is why there was a church building was going on in india and i had a talk with this pastor i said don't put cross on your church put crown he said why i i told him this this is what i feel because jesus is not hanging on the cross he is sitting on a throne when he will come he will come on a white horse and it was written here king of kings and lord of lords not hanging on the cross right so we have to change our thinking this is what we are lacking now we are lacking and we are because we somebody has taught us so many years back the cross is a sign no cross is not a sign cross has, has already done the plan if you are born again i always say if you are born again washed by the blood of jesus if you are thinking that he has changed your life and you feel like you are a person which god is preparing you for the eternal life that means you are done with jesus you are done with jesus you done with cross you need another revelation of christ what is christ son of god who is son of god the anointed king we have to make our mind kingdom mindset we are not religious people we are the kingdom minded people hallelujah so we need to change little bit in our thinking people do not have experience of christ they only know about jesus which is not only which is not in fully measure you know what bible says second corinthians 5:16 and 17 if you read with me second corinthians 5 chapter 16 and 17 it says like this therefore from now on we regard no one according to the flesh even though we have known christ according to the flesh yet now we know him thus no longer that means if you known christ in a fleshly manner in that manner which jesus was introduced to us that means bible says we should not know him as we know according to the flesh that means jesus is good when he came with the flesh but 
the flesh was carrying another person inside, which was Christ. So if you mix Christ like Jesus, you will be confused. You will be confused all the time. You will say Jesus Christ means Christ is a surname, Jesus is the first name. No. Christ has a different meaning. And Jesus has a different meaning. Jesus is only meant for the Lamb of God up to the cross. When he has done this work, our life is settled. Devil has settled. Flesh, uh, sorry, sin is settled. And even death is settled. Good Friday was a day of payday of sin. God, Jesus, already fixed these three giants. Sin, death and devil. One day. So who is next? When Jesus Christ born again, uh, sorry, rose again from the dead, the Christ came out. Hallelujah. Anointed king came out. That is why after resurrection of Jesus, when disciples wrote the epistles, they wrote in a different term. I will, I will read from the Bible. 17 verse, verse says, hear this. Yet now, uh, therefore, sorry, 17 verse. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, say Christ. If anybody is in Jesus, it doesn't read like, you know, written like this. That means Christ has a meaning now. If anyone is in Christ, he is, is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. What is old thing? Elementary things, which is already done by Jesus. If you want to grow to new things, you have to pass from the old things. In, only is possible if you are in Christ. Means if you have a revelation about Christ, God is going to reveal the new things to you when you have a Christ revelation. That's why the Bible says, not, it is not written Jesus, it is written Christ. That means we have to understand what is Christ. Hallelujah. In Christ we get this revelation. See, see, in Christ we get this revelation. What is it? Number one, son of God experience. Some people are only people of God. I don't agree. We are not people of God. We are son of God. How many believe that? Hallelujah. You know, in the whole Old Testament, God never said to anyone, you are my son. Even not to David, not to Isaiah, not to Abraham. God never said to anyone, you are my son. But in the New Testament, when Jesus Christ came, John 1.12 says, as many have received him as their personal savior, to him, to him, to him, to them, God has given the power for what? To for become the son of God. That means Jesus Christ. Through Jesus Christ, we get this power of becoming son of God. So this is Christ's revelation that we no more a community or Christian or you know good believer, but 
everyone is son of God. Even the women are sitting here, you are also son of God. You are carrying the physical body of women, but inside the spirit is son of God. Believe it? Because Holy Spirit is not male or female. Holy Spirit is male. Holy Spirit is the son, Spirit of God. And when He lives inside you, you also Son of God. Hallelujah. Your function is different physically, but inside the Spirit is about Son of God. Okay. So I just want to give you some scripture only for your personal study. And I will read only two, three words to just tell you that in the in the epistles, when disciples were writing this scripture, the Holy Spirit purposely told them, write this thing. Write, write, write this thing. Ephesians, third chapter, Ephesians, third chapter, fourth and fifth verse, it says, how that by revelation he made known to me the mystery. Paul is saying about mystery. As I have briefly written already, by which, when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Mystery of Christ. Say, mystery of Christ. This is what we are lacking. Mystery of Christ. And it says, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men. What was missing? The mystery of Christ. He said, now I know something about Christ's revelation. It was not given to other ages. Now I understand what is the mystery of the Christ. And he says, which, is, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of man, <coughs> excuse me, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophet. Hallelujah. You know, to whom God is revealing? The people who are sitting in the heavenly places. In Christ. Hallelujah. 9 and 10, 11th verse. And to make all see what is fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God, who created all things through Jesus Christ, to the intent that how the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places according, read my, uh, this word please, according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. So term is changed. In the New Testament, in the gospel you will see Jesus is working. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Then Jesus said, then Jesus said, and we people said, oh Jesus, have mercy on us. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. But in the epistles, you find Christ is first now. Jesus is second now. Because Jesus' work is already done. Everybody needs to understand the mystery of Christ. And this revelation God is ready to reveal to the church. Who will take this revelation? The kingdom-minded people. 
because this message will not be understood by the religious people. They will be confused. Oh, what are you saying, Jesus? What are you saying, Christ? Everything is same. No, same. I am Ajay. This is my name. And my surname is Matthews. I'm not Matthews. I'm carrying my father's surname, Matthew. But I am Ajay. Right? So Jesus Christ was not only like this, what we feel like. Jesus was one person living two persons in one body. Two persons in one body. That's why he said, the son of man. Sometimes he says, I'm son of man. To whom he was talking? I'm in the flesh. And again he said, I'm son of God. Every time he changes the term. Sometimes he's son of, son of man. Because when he's working in earthly work, he was son of man. When he died on the cross, he was son of man. Because he was carrying the flesh. But when he said, Father, he was son of God. Hallelujah. So, we have to understand. So, Bible says, according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord, needs to learn from Christ's experience. We have to, this is the topic I'm giving you. When you read further Bible, Whenever you read Christ in the epistles, you have to ponder. Christ means son of God and anointed king. So what what Bible says, in other way, we should not stuck around cross. We should not stuck. When you are done with Jesus, you are good enough. But you have to need, you have to go forward and you have to need need to understand what is the revelation of Christ now. What is the Son of God, the eternal King, wants to tell me? What is my assignment? What should I do now? This is, this is uh, you know, I feel like it's, it's good when you give thanks. Lord, thank you. You changed my life. I'm born again. Thank you. You forgave me. Wonderful. It's good. But the assignment is only will fulfilled when you know the Revelation of Christ. Because freedom is intact. Freedom is stuck in the revelation of Christ. Hallelujah. So what was the mystery was God was revealing to Paul? Genesis 126 was a mystery. Everybody knows about right? What is Genesis 126? Let us make man in our image. According to our likeness, let them have dominion. That means God was making men in his image and in his likeness for the dominion. Not for the employment. Not for the living good life. But dominion over the earth. Hallelujah. That was the mystery. And is this mystery is revealed in Christ? Otherwise, in Jesus, we are only have a great testimony of deliverance only. God has delivered, delivered me from this thing. 
God has blessed me. God gave me good house. All blessing and this kind of testimony we have. But we need this type of testimony, Lord, that Jesus Christ, revelation, he gave me the assignment. And now I know this is my assignment. I have to dominate the earth. I have to go to the whole world. I have to fulfill my assignment, which God has given to me. I'm not here only to pass my time, but I'm here to do certain work, what God has given me. This is the revelation, the mystery was carrying in the Christ. Mystery was hidden in Adam. God desired that Adam, his son, will bring generation of rulers, dominators, in charge, manager, producer, controller. Hallelujah. This should be our generation. This was the plan. This was the mystery God had in the mind of God since the beginning. And God is not, you know, he didn't say, oh, this plan was not work out, so I'll make another plan. Let them worship the Lord. Let them go to the church. Oh, uh, okay, I'll bless them. You know, it's okay if they don't want to become. No, God has no plan, change plan. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His plan is same. He will never allow his children to be under dominion, under under the you know, oppressor's plan, under the pressure. This is not his plan. His plan that we should come out, we should know who we are in Christ, and we should dominate in our area of life. We should dominate in our area, which God has given to us. So this is what the mystery is hidden in Christ. Hallelujah. So through Jesus we are delivered. But through Christ we are connected with Genesis 1.26 again. That is the sons of dominion. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If we are not free, we are not feeling freedom. That is not, that is not uh, our mistake. That is only everyone has introduced to you Jesus. This is the need of the hour. This is the time we should say thank you Jesus and learn Christ. What Christ is telling us. What Christ is revealing us. You know, I have uh, in my life, you know, I come from a very poor family. I was the youngest one in the family. Six brother and six sister. We had no, you know, things which the children has. Even I didn't have a good food or clothing. I used to wear my elder brother's old clothes because my father and mother was not able to buy new clothes for me. I was so, so poor in my mentality. I was, you know, thinking, oh, this is not. Um, you know, the rich people enjoys. This is not my cake of, uh, you know, you know uh, this is my, uh, you know, fortune. This is not I'm feeling, you know, the way they are enjoying the life. I'm not because I don't have this and that. This was my 
mentality. When I got come close, closer to God, I received my Lord. At that time, he said, I didn't understand that verse. He said, when, when I came to the Lord, he spoke to me and said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. Nobody, you know, gave me the revelation of this verse. I just believe this, seek God or seek kingdom and God will give me everything. This was only in my mind that time because I had no idea about the kingdom that time. So I believed I have to follow the Lord. I should, you know, read Bible. I should follow the Lord and he should give me everything. And God really gave me everything. God gave me house, gave me two lands, gave me good church, good beautiful family, everything God gave me. But when I came across last five years back about kingdom of God, that changed my life altogether. And I felt like, oh, what I'm doing? I should occupy. I should inheritance. I should have inheritance. You know, God has given me everything. And my, my mind was changed. In COVID time, in 2020 and 21, God gave us strongly direction to start or establish two business. And you know what? When people were shutting their businesses, we were opening the businesses. God changed my mind. He said, what are you doing? You are son of dominator. You are ruler. Kingdom of God or the message of God doesn't match with the COVID timing. What Bible says, it always says. Doesn't mean what time you are facing. Hallelujah. So we started two restaurants. One, one Chinese restaurant and one Indian food restaurant. And they are all running well. Praise the Lord. You have to dominate. You have to change your mind. When Christ's revelation comes in your heart, you are more, more than a conqueror. You feel different. And you think different. And you do, do different. When people were saying, oh, we don't have job. We were saying, oh, we are blooming. Because we have started the business. Hallelujah. So God is very much interested that we should not be only surrounded by the cross or just religious minded or God will bless us. No. God wants to show himself more that everything is hidden in Christ. We have to unfold Christ revelation and that will that will you know blow your mind and that time you will grow literally you will grow in finances you will grow in family way you will grow spiritually you will grow because you are now free because Christ's revelation will make you free and you are not under any struggle and, and any oppression because God is going to make you free because through revelation of Christ. Hallelujah. So, we are again in that situation. After you will go out of this house, 
you have two choice you can be around cross the rest of your life and feeling sorry all the time sorry lord sorry lord sorry lord forgive me forgive me forgive me devil is doing this devil is doing that lord heal me heal me heal me when god said you are already done you have you have another life which is you have to unfold revelation of christ christ is ready to show himself in your life christ is anointed king if you are kingdom minded if you are following the principle of the kingdom that means you are unfolding the christ because christ is ready to show himself who he is and he will introduce you who you are you are the children of dominion genesis 126 is your identity hallelujah let us make man according to our image that means character of god then what likeness of god what is the likeness of god likeness of god means function like god function like how god function god function with love god function with speech what he says and god function through faith and what he says he knows it will happen and god is always walk in love this is three things god function we have to function like him hallelujah so god is going to reveal every truth inside you if you ready to go forward from the cross to the crown hallelujah god bless you thank you so much for hearing me and over to pastor thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast today we trust you received a word from god if you enjoyed this teaching be sure to subscribe to our podcast in itunes by subscribing you'll be sure to receive a new message every week as soon as they are made available and if you'd like to learn more about anchor faith church you can stop by our website at anchorfaithbaldosta.com there you'll find our locations and service times ministries that are available for you and your family you can even give financially in support of the ministry thank you again for listening and we look forward to seeing you next time right here on the anchor faith church podcast